After an underwhelming JLT series and a poor start to the home and away season, Hawks fans hoped there was light at the end of the tunnel, but that light turned out to be a group of young Gold Coast sons who shone as brightly as they have in the club's short history. Now Hawthorne sits at the bottom of the ladder, his season in jeopardy. It's bleak, but we're going to work through it. Hello, I'm Nick Mason, and welcome to the most must-hear podcast for all fans of the Hawthorne Football Club. Joining me is a man who hopefully has some answers for us. G'day, Tears. It was pretty bad, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was very bad. Very bad indeed. Um, for all those who switched off, we eventually lost by 86. <laughs> yep, and I wouldn't blame them. Uh, as, as I tweeted out, I was live-tweeting the game at Hawk Talk Pod. Uh, I did legitimately yeah, have a you, show you to go to. you cleverly had already booked yourself for something else. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, regardless of the result, I had to leave a little bit early anyway. But I will say, in my planning to go to the show, my departure from the pub was slated to be, I don't know, say 10, 15 minutes before the end of the game. I wanted to leave, genuinely wanted to leave midway through the, the third quarter mark. I just, I had enough. And uh, I was watching it with my girlfriend, who can who can um, basically confirm my discomfort and annoyance and actual embarrassment at how we were playing. We we looked disinterested, Nick, didn't we? We didn't. Uh, yep, not hungry, not hungry at all. No, we looked satiated. No, <laughs> no plan. But I think that's the thing that did change is that at least for the first two weeks, you could say comparatively at least that we had we a crack. had a quarter where we were good. Yeah, and we had a we had a real dip, but I mean, this game, there's no point. At no point did we look likely. I reckon. Yeah, yeah. Gold Coast came out with intent. You could see it before the first bounce that they started roughing up our players, yeah, and you, they seemed up for the fight. So you thought we were we were worried out of it, did you? I'm not sure if that's necessarily a hundred percent the case, but uh, I remember there's, there was vision at the start of the match where. Uh, O'Meara was chatting with you know some of the Hawthorne teammates. Mm. Oh and, yeah, and then Gold Coast Suns players yeah. from out Stephen of frame, May. Yep. yeah, just came barging in, and they really were interested in not uh, taking Hawthorne lightly. Well, they had their backs to the wall, they and did. now we do, and now we do. That's right. Yeah, it was like uh, it was infectious. We caught it from them. <laughs> but that's what. What do you think happened? Did we take them too lightly? Were we just napping and thought it was going to happen? Or oh, what? do you want me to trot out the old excuse? The um, what was what's the Richmond excuse? Because we did play a, a lot like vintage Richmond. I felt in what what constitutes vintage Richmond for people who don't necessarily get that the uh, the lack of ball movement, the lack of run. But the excuse I was going to talk about was people go up to the Gold Coast and they think they're on holiday. They think it's an easy win. <laughs> they have. And they've had reason to for the past few years. Yeah. And it, it did seem like we were like that until late on into the first quarter where we looked like we were starting to get some patterns running. Mm. That we looked like we were controlling the ball a bit, chiefly due to Hodge. He was yeah, he was terrific uh, in that last 10-minute period to settle us down. We got a couple of goals on the board. Mm-hmm. But um, it was all one-way traffic after that again. It really was. And uh, the worrying signs started from the back line for me. When we did have yeah, a chance we, to we start moving the yeah. ball, some of the most bizarre movements of, of the footy I've seen Hawthorne attempt for years, just pinballing it in the back half randomly and then getting ourselves into trouble and then turning it over almost immediately after that. I it was unbelievable. It's actually one of the worst games I've seen Hawthorne play in years. Well, we had um, no confidence in defence. There's a few new boys down there that, you know, they're going to take a while to gel. Is that the line that we're going to have to put up with this year? Oh yeah, it is, and it's going to be trotted out again and again. But it, it's true. 
I mean, how true is it though? We do have some kids down there, but I remember remarking to uh, my girlfriend before the start of the game when the team sheets came up on the screen. Is this the three up, none down? No, we'll get to that. Don't worry about that. But when the team sheets came up, I did say to her, that's still a pretty good looking 22. Yeah, we have some kids in there, but there's a fair few premiership players there as well. Yeah, I'll tell so you. what's going wrong? Uh, now, this is, a li- <laughs> this is a little bit hard to say, okay. but in defence, structures protect individuals. Okay. Right? And if the structure fails, the individuals are exposed. Yeah. Now, we don't have any top-of-the-line defenders. What we have is a group of defenders that play as a team that are excellent right? when they're on. Yep. But if we're playing one-on-one in defence, we look terrible. <laughs> if we don't have confidence in one another in defence, we get exposed every time. It's ridiculous how many times we yeah, get exposed. Yeah, we leak like a sieve. Right? Goals, that is. So what we're looking at there is you can, and Ross Lyon does this, you can hide B graders with a good structure, <laughs> right? Yeah. But if the structure fails, as it does did at Fremantle, as it does here at Hawthorne, mm. we're done. Yeah. But, you know, this this season is remarkably ridiculous. Oh, for sure. I mean, I mean look at the bottom of the ladder. Who are, we, who are our neighbours? Well, we've got the Sydney Swans. I mean, the runners-up, who were a very good chance well, it, last year in the grand final. They, they yeah. weren't there for nothing. No. Well, you see, we've got Frio. Yep. That seems who justified. Won the, who won the minor premiership the year before. <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Uh, year before last got, year. Yeah. Then you've got Sydney. Yep. Finalist. Mm. North Melbourne, who I know you don't rate, but they haven't missed finals for Yonks. North are about where people predicted, though. Top so. 10 for the last seven years. Okay. Right? Yep. And then you've got us, who've made four of the last five grand finals. Yeah. Right? So yep. there's obviously a big change in the game. Yeah, things have really been turned on their head. I mean, tipping's a nightmare at the moment. Even anti-fantasy's a nightmare. We'll get to that, of course. And but nothing's ever as bad as it looks. It was difficult because... We have to take the good with the bad and vice versa. And the fact is, we've been up for so long that, you know, oh, that it's this, just the, this was it's, coming. It's just we've got to correct our expectations. Well, that's we? right. That's right. And our expectations are lofty because as we're recording, Tiz, like I just look over at the TV cabinet there and there's <laughs> three box sets. Yeah, can we put them on and <laughs> straight after this? No, we just do that instead. Oh, just okay, so give, just put the audio out. Yeah, live commentary <laughs> of, of our grand finals. But imagine that, plural grand finals, plural premierships, 13, 14, 15. It is absurd. That famous shot of Lewis just showing the fingers. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I love that. Um, but that's why it hurts. And that's why we feel embarrassed. You can lose. It was the manner of the loss. Well, that it was how easily they rolled over. It was how there was there didn't seem to be any bite. Yeah, they but didn't Matt, struggle yeah. against the tide. And that's fine. But, uh, but a bloke, lot of teams suffer through that for years and years. That's right. But the only bloke who stood up hmm. was the who, Phantom. The Phantom. <laughs> I mean, everybody else took on his role. Yeah, were Phantoms. For the, <laughs> Just went missing. Uh, he was excellent. Yeah, he was. Um, if not, uh, you know, very look, look, destructive. Look, look, all I wanted to say was it hurts because we climbed up so high. The highest, arguably one of the best teams oh, in this history. Is, this is the cliff. And, and, and we've, we've fallen. 
And the higher you climb, the harder it is you're going to take it when you hit the ground. Yeah, is that's exactly di- it. Because as you as you like, you mentioned the ladder before. I think Richmond's in the top four or whatever. They've yeah. won. They've won three on the trot. It's Christmas Day for them at the moment. They they are loving it. They can't believe their luck. Do you know why, listeners and tis? Because they've been mediocre for so long. And yeah, I'm I'm not. You know, it doesn't help me that they're happy, Nick. It just... No, no, I'm not saying that as any sort of, you know, I don't wheel it out with any sort of pleasure to point out how happy Richmond fans are today. But just sounds like they've like... been so awful for so long. Yeah. Let's not forget where we've come from, which is the, like, we are one of the best teams in history and it's going to take some beating. Like the next team that comes along and tries to do what we did, it's going to be a fair play to them because it's going to take a lot. So let's remember where we've come from as I look at the box sets at on my TV cabinet and let's just accept that it hurts because we were so good. That's what this is about. Now we can move on to why it, why it went so wrong. I mean, the Gold Coast Suns, they won the disposals pretty comprehensively. Oh, do we really have to go through the stats? We do. I mean, I we stopped do, looking it, at the stats. <laughs> wow, you stopped looking at the stats. <laughs> well, uh, I, the biggest stat was at one point we were six uh, um, hitouts mm. to advantage to 22. <laughs> yeah. And then that's yeah. when you look away. Yeah. Clearances, we lost 51 to 26. Contested yeah. possessions, 180 to 118. I mean, these are the kind of figures we had when we played GWS. Yeah, the, that last year's uh, smacking yep. at the hands of the Giants. Yeah, it wasn't good. I almost feel this was a worse performance, though. Uh, maybe maybe okay, I've what? just forgotten. Maybe I'm a bit blurry on last year. Well, it, it actually felt worse last year because we looked like we were trying. <laughs> and we weren't getting anywhere. Yeah, this, actually, yeah. We didn't look like we were trying on the weekend. And and that, to me, raises questions about, you know, Clarko. But he comes out and he gives his, his talk at the end. Mm. And it was all guff. Like, there was nothing there for a supporter to what, hold what do you to. What do you want him to say? Do you want it to be panic stations after three rounds? Is that okay for supporters? Or do you want him to just, you know, I play a straight I want him to bat? say, we tried this. We tried that. Yep. None of it took. Yep. We're going to have to try something else. Well, what what did he try, Tiz? I, I'm not expecting you to well, have an exclusive it's, it's scoop hard. from the coach's box. <laughs> it's, but ha- it's harder on um, watching it on the telly. Yeah. But uh, we had Will running with with uh, Ablett, yep. which he's done before, mm. but that didn't work very well. No. Um, it didn't look like Smith or Shields for, uh, you know, fit. Yeah. Or well, well, they look fit, but then they were well below par. Yeah. Um, Amira looked worried out of the contest. We didn't have any winners, really. I mean, Hendo did all right, as you say, but it's hard to pick some winners from uh, from the game. And well, he, and by not saying anything, it sort of builds up this pressure. It's not like Clarko took the pressure on himself. Yeah. It sort know? of just deflected it entirely. Yeah. By and saying so it, nothing. It, it just builds... Well, one thing he did say was it's not about top four for us right at the moment. It's about trying to find a system and formula for our players to regain the manner in which they go about their footy. 
Well, when you're depressed, you look at your feet, don't you? You don't look up. <laughs> is our season over, Tiz? That's one of my burning questions ahead of next oh, round. No, it's not. And and uh, we were when, one and six in 2010, and we made finals. Well, there you go. So that, that um, is that is something. But when you do have a coach coming out and saying that, I know you say played he some, played a straight we've bat. We played some difficult sides. Essendon. A huge question well, we mark. We explained why they were difficult. We had no idea how they were going to play. Yeah, but they had no idea about us either. To be fair, no, they had every idea. We haven't changed the game plan. Well, okay, yeah, fair enough. We're just we had some we're new... just less good at it. Yeah, yeah we we had new personnel <laughs> implementing the same old game plan. Yeah, it's, we've discussed it for three weeks now. Um, and the other thing, I, I guess I know where you stand on this now. My other burning question is: Is it the players or the plan at this point? Speaking uh, of the plan, be, I mean, what's the difference? Um, how can you tell? Like you can tell if you're winning the ball and you're running forward, and the and the plan suddenly uh, slips up when you kick it into the forward fifty, right? Mm. That's a definite game plan fault. Yeah. But if you're not even getting it that far, is it the players? Or I guess. The plan? I, I guess what I mean is, uh, uh, do we ne- do we need to change personnel? Do we need to swing uh, the axe? What you're talking about now is hunger. Okay. Did we have hunger? The tackle count was remarkably low. Pressure yep. acts weren't high. Yep. Uh, there was no pressure on the ball carry. There was always another man they could handball to. Yeah. On the outside of the pack, we were losing the ruck contest so often that they were just playing as if they were going to win the ball anyway. Yeah, that's right. And it yeah. never affected them. No, we hardly not at all. ever caught them on the counter. No, no. Um, and we didn't play to their ruck very well, which is something Sam Mitchell was doing for years. Yeah, we've that's never true. had a great ruckman. Yeah, it's it's been some time. But we, but we would, you know, we we'd get even. We'd yeah, that's right. Yeah, and we were exposed by wits. A Collingwood reject. Yep, that's right. You know, so <clears throat> and a lot of people I've never heard of, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm like, Harbour played very well for him. I'm not that invested in the Gold Coast Suns, if I'm honest. It might surprise you to hear, but oh, uh, I I kind of like watching Gold Coast. Well, you would have loved yesterday. <laughs> no, no I, I, I've always admired how they went about it under McKenna. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, their players revolted and got rid of him. Mm. But uh, And Rodney Ede looked jittery last week. I, I reckon Rodney Ede looked jittery yesterday in the box. There, there He's like, what? There... hang on, this isn't right. Even he couldn't believe his luck. <laughs> He's never had anything like this in his life. But we were on toast at, at half time. Yeah. Oh, there was, we weren't coming back. Um, I want to get to Twitter because obviously our uh, our Twitter like lit up yesterday during the game. And Gee, we got a few followers. Do we you reckon <laughs> they're Hawthorne fans or are they just there for the <laughs> for tears? For the Schadenfreude. <laughs> I think that's what it's about. I don't know. I want to start off with uh, questions and comments. Uh, one coming from Andrew Holden. I've assumed that the big loss to the Suns was part of the Jager O'Meara trade. Yeah, that was only half an hour ago. That was brilliant. Yeah, though. that's a great call. I look, mate, I hope Didn't so Didn't we give too. up enough for bloody Amiri? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> well, it seems like we've given up our future. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's a kill to have was our that a, Was that pick. a tad too yeah. bleak? No, I don't know. Let's no, not think about you that. you can't be bleak enough at this point. You see, <laughs> the further we go down today, yeah. judging by your theory, yeah. if we just keep digging, yep. right, as long as we lose by a lesser amount next week, yeah. we'll feel better. Is that That's how it works, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like this is rock bottom at the moment. Let me tell you, this is not rock bottom. 
Rock bottom mate, happened in the nineties, mate. For a, for a Hawthorne, <laughs> and then we had a, a Hawthorne we supporter. We had a quick glimpse of it in about two thousand and three again. Yeah, <laughs> for a Hawthorne supporter that has been way too privileged, this is rock bottom. Oh, and and that's what it comes out. It's like what I said before. I, we've we've had some great times. We've almost had it too good, and that's why this hurts so much. Let's get to another uh, tweet from Stalking Hawk. Now he just runs through a list of what went wrong. And uh, let's run through them ourselves, okay? So, not playing in front. Would you say that's fair? Was that a characteristic of our game against the Suns? Yeah. Uh, All year, probably. Yeah. Passive attack on the high ball. Give that a big tick. Okay. That definitely happens. Is that trying to mark when you're meant to punch? Uh, Well, you could ask Josh Gibson about that one. (laughs) He knows a little something about that. He's coming in for a lot of stick, but uh, he is down on form. But uh, I don't know. Is it done? Is Gibson done? Yeah. Yeah, at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. And I don't know why. I don't know what... I mean, I could tell you my opinion. I could tell you. But I don't know what... Do you reckon it's just that? Even in the marking contest, he seems feeble. It's unbelievable how much has changed. Yeah. I'm not going to put it just down to leg speed. Okay. So it really... I could tell you why he doesn't deserve a place, but it baffles me. It's okay. a really strange case. Um, no Cause run because Cl- Clarko's very loyal, isn't he, to his players? I think so. Yeah, he would yeah. have his favourites. I think that's a common thing with clubs, isn't it? Not just wouldn't just be Hawthorne. Oh, you know, no, I wouldn't have thought so. Brad's- well, with like Ross Lyon and Zach Dawson, there's got to be something it, happening there. Yeah, okay, but <laughs> but there's not many coaches that are loyal to their backmen. Backmen <laughs> yeah, always the first time, to get. Hey? Yeah, backmen always the first to get turfed. Well, as far as the fans are concerned, as well, they they get the uh, the absolute worst of it from the fans. Well, you're still giving it to Zach, and he's been he's left the club oh, how long sure ago? Yeah, <laughs> uh, no running to provide an outlet. Says Stalking Hawk. Would you say that's fair? I would say that's pretty yeah. fair. Well, Isaac Smith didn't look himself. Yep. Uh, dependency on our skills slash opponents being putrid. And the Suns were very good. That They came to play. They never really... Well, it was all strength in numbers as far as I was concerned. Mm. Um, we never had the numbers at any contest. And now, once that happens, it's all over. Yeah, exactly right. So uh, we're going to look to uh, Stuart Reid and his tweet. Uh, if I was a key forward at Hawthorne, I would retire. Slow, slow, then bomb it long to a one-on-three. Uh, okay. Which are our key forwards again? <laughs> That's a good question, isn't it? Puopolo. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, you, didn't you know? Our twin towers are Rioli and Puopolo. Is there any chance that Vickery could burn someone on the lead and someone could hit him on the chest? No. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to answer that for you straight <laughs> up. It's like... Yeah, that's not going to happen. It was so... I mean... People are coming for Vickery now, but uh, yeah. but did he did he honestly ever look likely of winning any of those contests? No, but he's had three games to win a contest. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not just based. You know, it's not just based on the Suns game. And he's leading to the boundary. He's not like yep. kicking to him in the forward fifty. You want to know what? really bothered me it's a really trivial like minor point in some ways so bear with me and listeners bear with me on this i did tweet about it uh you remember uh jager's shot it was a bit of a long bomb and they and they had oh, to they yeah. had to review it yeah because it just got over the this line. is this is symptomatic of non-competitiveness yep yep so uh you'll you'll notice if like with the score review that's how i noticed this uh Puopolo on the line mm-hmm. and two sons guys and that's it we had Puopolo, 
by himself on the line. I don't know where McAvoy is. I don't know where Vickery is. Just what? Couldn't be bothered. What? What is that? Well, that's exactly like it. not only like shouldn't be outnumbered regardless of who's on the line. It shouldn't be two on one, and it shouldn't be one of our smallest players. So is that we're not switched on? Is that uh, a bad team ethic, like teamwork? Or I'd say it's ethic. It's it's so basic. And I, again, I understand it's trivial, just putting a person on the line. But if you can't even do that, then I guess your head's not in the game. He deserved to be steamrolled, as bad as Hawthorne were. If you can't do the basics, you're going to lose. Yeah, I'm sure there'd be some excuse. But uh, no, that that's team rules. That's just basic play from you know 16-year-olds. You have someone yeah. on the line to protect the ball or Absolutely. take the mark, you know, yeah. compete. And, and again, it wasn't like, you know, Popolo is going for a car at that point. <laughs> He certainly didn't look like he was going for one. So no, he was and we're just... gonna miss we're gonna miss Poppy for a few weeks too. Oh you reckon? A hammy. Yeah. Well, didn't hear that. So awesome. That's compounded my misery for this podcast oh, well, recording. That gives Stuart a go. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh look, maybe maybe this stuff needs to happen. Maybe we just need to give the kids a go. Um now this next tweet comes from the ASW podcast. How many times have three Hawks gone for the same mark, leaving oh. a Gold Coast player out the back? Strange to say, but they're not playing as a team. This was enormously frustrating. When Matera has his career on a line about 12 months ago, mm. and then he kicks six against us. Yep. Uh, we're going to have to fill that silence, aren't we? <laughs> I'll edit it out, mate. <laughs> the listeners will have to just imagine uh, just, the silence you know. that occurred there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what that that so was that, painful that, to watch. That, that is the, because you don't have confidence in your other teammates killing the ball. The three of you go up; it leaves, yeah, leaves another, it leaves an opponent unmarked. Easy goal, and it happened so many times, and it's happened in previous weeks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and yeah. Um, I, I but, noticed but we what, didn't even bother trying to put McAvoy behind the ball this week. No, no. What was even more damning about those? three-on-one contest is what we can't kill it with three players in the air not one of them can get a fist to it or something at or just... one point one of them fisted it to the front of the pack yeah well yeah there's also um uh, something i noticed with frawley as well is he's not going up with a fist he'll try and palm it down or slap it away it's just again it's like the player on the line thing it's so basic get the fist up there and punch it away at least look like you're about to, even if you don't make contact with the footy, at least you have your fist ready to go. So, you know, the <laughs> tapping it's not going to do any good. Yeah. Well. Again, I know I'm scrutinising very fine details, but and again, if you the, don't get the basics right, you're going to you lose. See, they're the ones you see. I mean, it's the ones that haven't run to make space. Yeah. That are the real problem. It's the ones that aren't carrying the ball forward to the f- to the forward line. Yeah. They're the ones that are increasing the pressure on the backman that gets to this point where they're going up at three at once because they're all, you know, fatigued and panicked. Yeah, yeah, I would say panic. Way is... too much pressure on the back line. It just kept of coming course. back. We couldn't clear our 50. Yep. You know. Well, it reminds me of um, just kick it to Jacobs and then it comes soaring back in from Jacobs and then we'd get it back somehow and then we'd kick it to him again and it, all yep. re- it just all resets. Of course you're going to be panicked after a while and you won't know what to do because well, nothing, did you nothing have, is working. Did you have any highlights? Um, no. <laughs> what about Ruffy? He lived from the front. Uh, he was reasonable, I guess. So, you know, 
I, I'm, I'm feeling a bit pessimistic today. It might have come through. Yeah, just a little. <laughs> yeah, no. It, I thought Taylor Miles took the game, took the game on a few times. He was exposed, of course, in defence, and um, Burton was exposed as a defender as well. But he Miles, quite well. Miles, and Burton, I'm fine staying in the team. <clears throat> I mean, they're young kids, so just we need to give them a go. It's more our veterans I'm disappointed in. To yeah, be honest, I'm worried about uh, their positions. Are you in the in the side? Do you think? Oh, some of them, yeah. Um, I mean, Gibson, first and foremost. Um, I don't know what's going on with Gunston. Apparently, Gunston hasn't hit the scoreboard in in terms of goals once this year. Mm. Which, I mean, up until this week wasn't that much of a surprise. He's been played in all sorts of positions, but... um, He's had a couple of shots. Yeah, I mean, that'd be nice. Again, I I stress... I'm not not worried about Gunston's work ethic or his... No, no, the work ethic's fine. But, you know, again, like last week... There are others I'm worried about their work ethic. Last week, I I did make the point that anyone going to watch Hawthorne at the moment would have to be told that Gunston is actually (laughs) a a premier goal kicker. Yeah. It's it's really strange But we can't get the ball up there with any decent delivery anyway at the moment. No, um, so, no, we're still doing the 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 bomb it, the bomb it long, and and waiting to see what happens. And here's a spoiler: nothing happens. Um, I, you know, here's going to be my homework. If I get time uh, throughout the week, I'm going to try and do a cut of our goals this year. I'll just, I won't be unfair and look at our premiership years. Right. I'm just going to look at this year, and I'm going to cut together our goals, and I'm going to review how the ball has come in to our forward 50 and I'm going to bet it's not bombing it in does that seem fair I'm happy to do I'm happy to be proven wrong as well I'll put it on Twitter if I get if I get time I'll do this and I'll chuck it on Twitter and you can all see what you think at Hawk Talk Pod and I think I'm expecting some vindication for myself that this is not a plan worth pursuing any further you look at you're looking at me with some cynicism well, we spoke about this at the end of last year about how kicking the ball long and then putting pressure on to get the ball back and the repeat entry was the one that gave us the goal. Yep. Well, that's... It could work again, <laughs> but it's not working at the moment because the work ethic isn't there. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go to a question from uh, Liam Robinson via the Twitter at Pod. Uh, Willsmore, Howe, Sicily, Stewart. Time to see if these boys are up to it or not. Do you agree it's time to tap some legends on the shoulder? Who are you tapping, Nick? Well, Gibbo, like I said. But I want to hear what you Come think. Come on, put cause... another one up. No, you... well, Langford. He's not a veteran. Well, why not? He's in our starting 22. He's been in the system for years now. Should... Why Why doesn't his spot go up? For, well, is for... White Cross a veteran? Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of his game? It was, again, all of the players were satisfactory to poor. <laughs> there wasn't a great player out there. Cyril, obvious veteran. Yeah, not- but I'm not. I'm not naming Cyril. No, because Cyril at least is a proven live wire. Look at you waiting for me to slip um, up and suggest uh, someone. I'm. Well, I'm going to suggest Burgoyne. Okay, fair. Why not? I want to hear um, who else you, you discussed um, before. You touched upon I'm it. I'm going to suggest that Burgoyne isn't good for us in that position at the moment. Okay, that's fair. Who else? You were going to say work ethic was a problem for some players. What players are you putting on blast? You look at me and expect me to nominate players. What about you? Uh, well, you know, 
I think our spread was awful. Mm-hmm. I think Hartung comes back in the side. Yeah. I think yeah. Jure comes back in the side. Okay, the expense of who for Jure? I think we'd just run with another defender. Okay. <laughs> right. An extra one. Yeah. I want Burgoyne to go forward. Okay. Um, because I think he's less likely to be exposed and he can win the ball and he can be damaging there. Yep. I noticed Hodge went forward late on, mm. whether they were trying to um, you know, protect him a little bit for next week. Yeah, it might have been that. But I don't... Let's let's talk about who we would... You know, it's not about... We know these guys are great, right? These mm. legends. Some of them have four premierships. Yeah. it's They've got a right to their spot in the team. Well, to, to some extent. Until yeah. someone in the twos shows that they're better. Okay. Okay. But the only way they're going to do you, that is... We don't want to start gifting these kids games. No, but the only way they're going to show that they're better is if they get opportunities, right? Is that fair? No, not really. What do you mean? You've got to play at AFL level to find no, out if, if you, you can, can match it there. If you're not an obvious talent in the VFL, you're not going to cope at uh, AFL. Okay, look, to, to some extent, like, fair enough. But we do have players. I mean, what about, I, what, I what about Daniel, Sicily? I think Daniel Howe's top 10... In the VFL for possessions and right. kicking accuracy and efficiency. Yeah, and like look, that. I'm not saying let's go crazy and just so elevate he definitely anyone. definitely come in. Yeah, fine. And he's he's also proven to some extent at AFL level. I'm not saying let's go crazy and just put anyone in the side. Um, you know, what What about Sicily? Does he come back into the side? I mean... Uh, he did I play t- very well. In yeah, the I, I took note of uh, Nat Edwards' tweet, which is uh, how racked up 30 disposals. Sicily, 28 and three goals. Willsmore, 26 and that was for Box Hill on Saturday. Uh, do, do they get they a chance drew, at course. some point? They didn't win. No, it was a draw, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, still. They came from behind. Yeah. So it's not like they're performing very well themselves. Yeah, but the AFL club is, is the one that gets priority to is. Like, you've got to look after that first, okay. don't you? All right. Well, that's that is mo- a practice game, of course. Yeah, well, that is. It, it's the moneymaker, isn't it? The main club. So you got to perform. Well, that's that's is, where you got to perform. The risk is you kill the confidence in the young players by bringing them into a team that isn't going to get any better for them being in it. Okay. Yep. Okay. So if you bring in Willsmore and we can't get the ball out to him, yeah, he's going to be totally useless for us. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we've got to fix some inside issues before we start tinkering with the outside run players. Okay. Because there's a few players in our team. Do you remember? In the uh, 2013 prelim, and there's a great call when Varko misses that shot. Yeah, he says, "Oh, he's been a luxury in these final series." Yeah, we've got a few players that I would term luxury players. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice way to put it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And those luxury players, I think, go to the twos, mm. and you just get some grunt. And really workmanlike players, like the ones we uh, gave away, to come don't in and take you, up that don't slack. Don't tell me you're riding that bandwagon. No, well, It's we, not all down to Mitchell and Lewis leaving. Well, it's not, but... It wouldn't hurt to have them, but you could say that of any club. But I do feel the lack of their leadership on the ground, in the midfield, is showing. I don't... I think if... I don't think their bodies would have made it much better. Yeah or their efforts would have made it much better. But I do think that their intelligence around the ball 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, I agree with would that. Would yeah. well. I think we'd be in a not much, not that much better position if we had held on to them. I think this was this has been coming. <laughs> we saw it last year. Well, this, this is part this, of the system. It is. It is. Uh, Hawthorne famously has defied said system. Yeah. And now and it's Sydney finally... And Geelong. That's right. Yeah. Well, I don't know about... I mean, Geelong are just annoying at this point. They don't, well, they don't deserve know, to be where they are on the ladder. They're up and down like a bride's nighty, so... <laughs> well said. Anything, uh, anything can happen on Monday. I'm not too pessimistic about Monday, to be honest. Are you... Um, it, it it's rare for Hawthorne to be in this position and not do anything about it. Yeah, exactly. Um, again, like I said before, um, in a somewhat jocular manner, I feel like this is pretty much rock bottom for us. Right. Do you but, feel it's the players and their abilities or something going on between the ears? Uh, I reckon it's the latter. Yeah. But also, I don't know what we're trying to do. It, my my suspicion is that the plan and the structures we have in place are too similar to last year. It was being found out last year. Now, you know, now the rest of the competition by 2017 has our blueprint. Mm-hmm. And Clarko's like, why isn't this working? Well, we barely had it working last year with all those narrow wins. So... I think it's time to adapt. That's that's my issue. I think it's more the plan. The list doesn't adapt. No, no, that's right. Because we're we're not a contested ball side. We're mm. not a contested mark side. Yep. So we're obviously not playing to our strengths. Mm. What can Clarko do? Well, you said the list doesn't adapt. Yeah, the list won't adapt. You well, can't change the list. <laughs> no, no, not until the end of the season. I that's, understand that. That's right. But we might want to cut this bit. This is a bit depressing. No, no, it's not. It's not depressing. No, what will you look at the players' strengths and try and reconfigure it somehow, and also look to the future because we don't know what a lot of our list can do at senior level. So then it is time to start playing the kids and see if they can work with a new system. But when you make that call exactly, I don't know. Maybe it's a bit harsh to say that out after round three. I think the system's fine. The system's been there for a long time now, right? <laughs> yeah. And it hasn't been found out. It's our are ability. You, are it's you our ability. Right now? Yeah. It's after our, an, after an eighty-six point loss. You're gonna... Yeah, but we didn't play the system. It's like it's what? like okay. It's like T- communism. There's <laughs> never been pure communism, right? Did not. That's why there's still ahead communists. Of this recording, I did not expect it to be taken to this. You know, this place. Every time communism doesn't work, it was because it wasn't pure enough, right? <laughs> That's what we're looking at here. This is a mal adaptation of our our um, so plan. You, so you think we still have a, a, a premiership winning plan that is simply not being executed? Yeah. Do you want Clarko to go somewhere else and show you, Nick? Or <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I just think there's some renewal needed in the list, specifically okay. on the inside. All right, so you're prepared for this to be a painful year. Well, is what you're saying, you know, that was a very, very bad result, right? <laughs> Guys did not even try at some no, points. No, that's right, right? Yeah, they didn't peel off to guard 
their uh, their teammates' opponent. Yep. They didn't do anything. <laughs> it was quite obvious. The heads were down real early in that match. Yeah. There's a lack of confidence. There's a lack of awareness in a few players. Mm. They're all thinking about where they should be kicking the ball rather than just kicking it there. Yep. Right? So until that, and that, that's what we call gelling, right? Okay. Confidence, gelling, whatever. Until that's gone, you're not going to see the game plan. That's why we don't know what it is. Okay, so my my question, which it will be an unfair question because no one can answer it, um, when does that click into place, and how long do we have to put up with this? Well, when have we got a really bad team? Um, it's a while. I'll give you that. I looked at the fixture, <laughs> and okay, so Geelong, West Coast, St Kilda, yep. Melbourne. Oh, there you go, Melbourne. Oh, I they've mean, now they've lost Gorn. It's yep. looking a little more likely, but. And then Brisbane, who know how we play. Collingwood, Sydney, Port yeah, Adelaide. Yeah, it's funny that. It, it, like, <laughs> Gold Coast. It, isn't it amazing how people have worked out Hawthorne's blueprint when Adelaide. we keep on offloading. Jeez, they all look hard now, don't they? Yeah, they all look hard, Tiz. <laughs> Jeez, that's what I was saying. They all look hard when you lose Whoa. by 86 points to the what, Suns. Do you know who Box Hill are playing this week? Because maybe we should change this. Box Hill podcast. What do you reckon? <laughs> Oh boy, Box Hill Hawks! All right, all you bockies out there, boxers. Look, let's let's get some humour back into the podcast, eh? I, I oh. enjoy I enjoyed that little moment, so I'm going to say we move on. How about let me get to award season because <laughs> I've I've got two this week. I've got two this week. You'll like both, I'm sure. Tears. Here we go. So the inaugural cracked the code award goes to the Dockers. That's the inaugural cracked the code award. Oh. So they. Uh, they omit Zach Dawson and they beat the reigning premiers. Done. Who's our Dawson? Who's our Dawson? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Don't make me say it. You know who I'm going to say. Uh, so that's it. They, they've cracked the code there. They found the missing puzzle piece. They got rid of Zach Dawson for they a week. They did make a number of other changes, but yep. No, that was the one. That was the one. <laughs> so it just goes to show Zach Dawson was the difference, probably just not in the way he ever but, intended. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the, there's that award goes the to the Dockers. Doggies are hungover, mate. You reckon? They they don't look quite as good as they did last year, but I'm not going to say they're suffering too badly. Oh, I've never liked how they play the game, but um, <laughs> well, you know. well, neither. But one of a premiership, so yeah, I mean to watch right. it, like oh, to okay. watch other teams yep. that aren't yours. You mm. want it to be a good style of play. Yeah. So I've never really enjoyed how they play the game. Okay. So well, that's, that's I didn't enough. watch it, especially when I saw they were playing Frio, who I also <laughs> can't stand to watch. No, well, Frio's terrible. Yeah, I don't like watching them either. Um, I've got one other award for you. It's the inaugural Free Agency Isn't Free Award. And that goes to Hawthorne. Uh, <laughs> this is about award. Ty Vickery. Oh, God. <laughs> who seems to be costing us quite a bit at the moment for someone who is re- reportedly free. Um, it's pretty bad, isn't it? From where I sit, it's shocking. Well, he was as good as McAvoy. Yep. I'm not saying he doesn't have company. We've touched on this. I'm not saying he doesn't have company out there. But I was round at... Uh, but I how was... would you feel if you were Ty Vickery? <sighs> and you'd come to Hawthorne from Richmond? Well, what, what do you mean? Is he licking his lips going, you beauty? Or He's like, oh, finally I'll be in an environment where I can, you know, be be my potential. Or he's And then sl- people kick it at his feet. <laughs> or he's <laughs> a sleeper agent for Richmond. <laughs> and he's got a trigger word that, that is uttered to him minutes before One game time. One of my time. mates said, 
how do you think Ty Rickery feels now? And I wrote back, safe. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way he's oh, hitting the twos. Look, I don't, I don't know about safe in one respect and that he's probably going to get a senior game each week. Yeah, but exactly. Hawthorne fans are ropeable. Yeah. You checked out the social media on, on that guy? It's, uh, it's out of control. Try not to. And um, I, I, I was around at a mate's place who's a Richmond supporter. And one of the first <laughs> things he asked me when I walked oh, through the door, go. he's like, so what do you think of Ty Vickery? <laughs> and I said, well, this is before round two. I'm like, well, I think it's too early to call. Um, he hasn't really done anything yet. And my <laughs> Richmond mate goes... Yeah, get get used to that. Strap in. <laughs> he always played well against us. Well, it's... It's like Gibbo. That's why we got him. He always played well against Frankie. Look, I'm waiting for Ty to arrive. And I tweeted before the Suns game. I thought that might be the game he shows up, but I'm still waiting for him to do something oh, did big. Did you see that tweet by the Hawthorne Footy Club before the match? Where it had mm. Rafed sitting down or, you know, just getting into the zone with 0-2 yeah. oh, on yeah. his back? Yeah. And I wrote, soon to be one and two. Yeah. and You idiot. <laughs> yeah. But it was such a strange thing to post. It was. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see that. It's just weird. Yeah, that's fair enough. Like a glamour shot. <laughs> so we're talking Vickery. That's the curse that we've been lumped with. Richmond have offloaded their own curse. Oh, come on. It's all... Oh, that's such a... You want a real curse? Oh, no. Yeah, go on. You've heard of the curse of the 36, have you? I have, yeah. And you yeah. recently took down Kieran Lovell, of course. Big shame, big shame. Who could have uh, could have probably got a game <laughs> <this> <laughs> That's right. That's right, he probably could have. So the timing's awful. So your three-game curse versus my 30-year curse. <laughs> oh, no. Now, do you, do you know any 36s offhand? Not off the top of my head, All no. Right. We're going to have to run through them. I'm, I've, All right, let's dash I've, through them. I've started... Oh. There's no dashing. There's a lot. <laughs> a lot of limping? Yeah. The first one is uh, is Jeff Ablett's younger brother. Okay. Gary. Right. Comes to the club, 1980. Runs around in the number 36. Mr. Mm. Gary Ablett. Mm. Then goes on to achieve fame somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Can't remember exactly. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he played... So he played six games for Hawthorne, Gary. Yeah. Did. And then we moved through to 89... Okay. Is this really what people want to hear after such a demoralizing loss? I told you we were going to dig deeper and feel better about it when we lose next week. <laughs> okay. Right? It's all That's up. The plan, it's all it? up from here. Uh, <laughs> the further you fall. You got to bottom yeah, out. Ma- yeah, yeah, right. Okay. That's what it's about. <laughs> all right, go on. Andrew Demetriou. Oh. Where's 36 for Hawthorne in 1989? Now we've bottomed out. Three appearances. It gets right. better. This get, this is this all is right. this keeps giving. Okay. 36. 92 and 93, and Mr. Ricky Nixon wears 36 for Hawthorne. Uh, you're right, I do feel better. <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible. Now, this is one of your favourite men in football. Oh, okay. Uh, the triple premiership winning Brad Scott. <sighs> yep. Played 22 games for Hawthorne, 95-96. Did not know that. There you go. Buggered off to Brisbane. Yeah. Now coaching North. <laughs> you had to think about that. <laughs> I did. Until you remember that Chris and... And cats have the same initial. <laughs> <laughs> You're a real scholar, do you yeah, know? There that? we go. <laughs> uh, now, here's one that might tickle the the memory bank. Glenn Boyer. Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. Boyer, he had yeah. a lot. He had a lot going for him for us. He mm. was pretty good. Till he broke his leg in the game that Dicko won with a goal after the siren. The Carlton game. The Carlton game. Yeah, look that so up. So he on wore he wore 36 in '99. 
and then he he ended up uh, nearly dying from a glass door accident in the Greek islands. Right, jeez. Yeah, that was... Then wow, in this, this is a curse, isn't yeah. it? Then in 2000, we moved heaven and earth to get Barry Young out of Essendon. Yeah, that's right. And yep. he played for a year mm. and retired. <laughs> Good on him. 2003 to 2005, Tim Boyle, 31 yeah. games, yeah, I remember 39 Boyle. goals, yeah, I think, a, for his respected career. journalist now. He is. He, he doesn't write too badly. Yeah, no, he's good. I saw he had an interview with Sammy making pizzas, which was a little bit strange. <laughs> it was. Uh, 2004, he broke his leg. Uh, he was a really good third tall for us mm. with mm. Uh, Frankie and Ruffhead. And, yep. Uh, he broke his leg in a freak training accident. Mm. And then after a number of injuries, retired in 2009. Right. None of these blokes have played a premier. Premiership. No, well, I mean, it, you know, is it a curse or isn't it? I would say if any of them played in a premiership, not much of a curse. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> now we get to 2006 and we get to Max Bailey. Oh, right, of course. What am I talking about? 24 games. Yep. And he wins a premiership in his last game. Well deserved. He had to be managed through that. Yeah, but we did. That was a. We had to shift him over to number one. <laughs> where yeah. the curse followed, yeah. and then we, <laughs> and then we moved him again. Yeah, <laughs> so. there was a lot of strategy going on with Max Bailey. Yeah, we've. I think we tried to get the curse onto the supporters at one point. Anyway, <laughs> uh, hey, two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight. Mister Josh Kennedy wears yeah. thirty six. Who? He wore- for West Coast. <laughs> what are you? I don't no, know. not no that recollection one. of the this. Captain of Sydney. Oh who then defeated us in 2012. He played 13 games for us, 2009 to 2011, Jordan Lyle. Hang on. So, it, it's interesting because... Oh, it's interesting now. No, no. Well, it was interesting before. I'm going to give you that credit. But the angle you're taking with the Josh Kennedy thing is it's, that... They all piss off to other clubs and become champions. Ablett, well, just, just hold, no, hold your horses. Josh, Josh Ke- Kennedy. Josh Kennedy... What's that one? Come on, it was a dynasty, what? and then he walks out on the club. I'm sorry, one premiership of three attempts. Who cares? It's a prem, and it was against us. I mean, it can't get any worse than that. Oh, we think we got him back. We could have had a, a good four one, peak, didn't we? Nick. Four oh, peak. All we had to do was leave him on the list. Now, no, moving no, on. we have we have Josh Kennedy for th- to thank and Sydney to thank for setting in motion the greatest three-peat of all time. Two dynasties collided, the Tuck and the Kennedy dynasty. <laughs> just going to move on. And we picked the wrong bloody one. Oh, now, come on. <laughs> 2012 to 2013. Yep. Alex Woodward. Yeah. Come on, one of the most unlucky players Pretty on our unlucky, list. For- yeah. For years drafted at 53 in 2011 he won a liston trophy mm. and he did his he did his well, what did he have three knee ricos yeah wow yeah it was three wanganine got one game yep. he's the next one zach webster cruel by injury he's gone and now kieran lowell has sold us it why don't they just retire the number just retire the number guys memo hawthorne football club we unless, know you're listening <laughs> unless you want the player to go to brisbane <laughs> Because we had Rob Dixon, Brad Scott, Jordan Lyle all end up at Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, tell you what. So, 36. I went to the AFL store. Did you yeah. see that mock-up of Tiz with 36 underneath Oh, it? yeah. You sent me that. Yeah. yeah. What you do you reckon? Wouldn't, you wouldn't dare do you tempt think, fate that way. Well, perhaps we could just dilute the curse by getting everyone to wear 36. <laughs> right. So, everyone shares a bit of the curse. Yeah. And you're like, everyone stubs. Is that what happened against the Suns? Everyone stubs a toe or something, you know? <laughs> and it's like... An unremarkable injury. Yeah. 
but the but curse the, is still there. Right. So satisfied. It's about appeasing the curse. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not a bad idea. I wonder idea. how it got that way. Yeah. Well, someone messed up, didn't they? I reckon it was Andrew. What do you reckon? Andrew Dimitri. Yeah, until then, it was okay. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then Andrew <laughs> comes along. And you're like, <laughs> did you enjoy that? I did enjoy that. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I, I well, you might enjoy my anti fantasy team. This oh, week. I, oh, did you? Okay. I, it's been one of those weekends where I kind of, de- you know, I kind of waited for Hawthorne. It took forever for the game to come. Yeah, and then, and it's then funny. I just it took forever to finish as well. I, I lacked interest after about the second quarter. Yeah, and I didn't even bother with the fantasy stuff. So this okay. is all news. All right. Well, I can tell you, the anti fantasy team for anyone who's not up with it. Basically, I try and assemble the worst team, the worst performing team. Uh, at the end of round two, you might remember I was ranked one hundred sixteen thousand seven hundred eighteenth overall. Now, at the end of round three, I've dropped to one hundred twenty two thousand six hundredth. So that's a fair drop. Good work. That was uh. That's what's that? That's um six thousand. I dropped over 6,000 places. Now, you forgot your degree of difficulty, which was not picking any Hawthorne players. I still haven't. Yeah. I still haven't. So, could have done with that, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My LVP, that's least valued player for this round, was Darcy Gardner for the Brisbane Lions. He he is a regular contributor to this anti-fantasy team. He's great. Very dire defender. Yeah. Uh, Levi Casbolt, Josh Caddy, Daniel Talia, and Harry Marsh... And Lewis Jetta, for that matter, they all came through for me, um, <laughs> posting scores below fifty. So they all came through for me. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm slowly you, getting better at failing. Have Jez. you still got Zach in the team, or did no, you have to replace no, him? Yeah, I had to get rid of him because Zach was. I put him on the bench. Yeah. Now I just refresh people on the bench. They don't. They add don't. To your score. They don't impact your score. Good thing because I, for whatever reason, I have Braden Pruce in my team. Oh, he got a hundred and hundred and two. Yeah, he's having a great season. Ever since he showed us up you in the JLT. Got, you still got Charlie Cameron running around? I do. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, actually, oh, no, wait. No, I did replace Charlie Cameron. Uh, I put um, Murdoch in for the Cats. Oh, fair enough. Who, who did okay. Yeah. He got like 60 or something. He's like the fifth rung in their midfield, so he's never likely to do too well. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So, hear, mate, that, hear that, Jordan? Because uh, he'll probably kill us on my <laughs> Yeah, just <laughs> shut up, mate. <laughs> It's going to be a Gary Ablett thing all over again. Uh, the main problem for me for this thing is is trading out players that are in form. So I had to do it with Cameron. Yeah. But I've still got like... Because you only get two trades per week. There's so many... No, it's not. There are so many players I have to get rid of. So many that score decent. Like, even like even to like Jesse White. You need to go and get okay. Henry Shade. He, was, he looked good on Franklin. Yeah. Didn't get a touch, but he played. You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, that, there's an idea. I might, yeah, I might look into that. More Collingwood players in the team. Yeah, more Collingwood That's players. That's going to be the solution. Uh, it is. Uh, so, what, what you asked so me So, are we going to forecast next for, week? Well, yeah, I was just about to do that. You, you asked how I rate our chances. Mm. Like, How do you rate our chances? Well, as I said, Geelong are pretty inconsistent. I mean, they nearly lost to... Well, how many goals down were they to North Melbourne? They uh, like they, they were, were about, done. They were about five, six goals down. Yeah. Yeah, and they came... Well, you, but you just knew at three-quarter time they'd come from nowhere and win because it's what Geelong do. It's annoying. And they had, they played well against Melbourne, but Melbourne had more scoring shots and Melbourne, wasted a Melbourne lot of Melbourne should have won that game. It yeah. was absurd. So, you know, the, the ladder's favourable to them. I mean, it's not a real... 
And to be honest, geez, we could come out and do anything this week, couldn't we? Well, who knows? Maybe I mean, we've got the hunger back. Maybe we needed that kick in the guts. Do I need to cut a promo? I mean, it seems pretty foolish after the first three weeks. We've lost <laughs> I don't every know, time Nick, I've cut a promo. It might be a promo curse. It, it could be know. a promo curse. Who knows? Shall I, I'll give it a go. This, this is, this is I, so wonderful because this is exactly the type of shtick that happens when you start losing. People look for scapegoats. It's, yeah. it's wonderful. <laughs> look, I'll... I'll um, I'll submit my cut a promo segment as the wager for this. <laughs> if Hawthorne lose, oh. I might drop the segment. No, we got to. Who's the one after that? West Coast. Yeah, come on, that's that's that writes that's itself. Fodder. Yeah, it's <laughs> fodder. Oh look, I'll see how I feel. Okay, and you can, can we use do the it? word darling a lot? <laughs> that's true. Um, can we do it week by week? We'll see how I feel. Oh, okay. If we're gonna the emotional roller coaster of the promo, <laughs> well, I don't know. It just seems a bit foolish to cut a promo on the opponents if we lose each week. Yeah, well, we can cut a promo on Hawthorne. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of humble pieties. I don't want the curse in the eyes, Nick. Oh, okay. Do you want me? To, I'll try and deliver one. You want me to load up? Here we go. Last week I said the only true religion was the Hawthorne Football Club. Today we're sore, we're sorry, and we're a bit embarrassed. As fanatics, we've had our faith seriously tested. Whichever way you slice it, Gold Coast crucified us. But you must admit it's a timely crucifixion if you look at your calendar. Oh yeah, that's right. Our next game's Easter Monday. And if I know anything about religion, Easter means resurrection. Except for the Hawks, it ain't going to happen on Easter Sunday. Oh no, we're pushing it back 24 hours. And Geelong, I bet you probably aren't worried. In fact, I bet everybody wants to ride off Hawthorne at this point. But you should know, better than any opposition team in the league, that Hawthorne wins when it counts. I'd ask you to cast your mind back to the 2013 final series. But hey, every night, you wake up in a sweat remembering Bruce McAvaney's words, don't you? Burgoyne, he doesn't miss! Burgoyne, he doesn't miss! That's right, Geelong, Hawthorne wins when it counts. And with our backs against the wall for the first time in years, it counts now more than ever. Resurrection, say. So what's going to need to happen, Tiz? Looked pretty dire. We're going to have to pull something out of our ass. let's face it. (laughs) We've been digging down. We should have been digging up. <laughs> well, Tiz, I reckon that's it for the for this week. I hope it wasn't too heavy for all you listeners out there. Uh, make sure you jump on the Twitter, at uh, HawkTalkPod, and follow us. And uh, like, comment, subscribe, rate us on iTunes, do all that stuff. It and, really helps. And don't forget to write to the club to abandon number 36 or buy a jumper with the 36 on. <laughs> so either one's good. Yeah, you can get one from the what's the, so the AFL store. No, not the AFL store. What? We're not spending all that money on a thirty-six <laughs> jumper. No, you go down to Reject or whatever it is. You know, the little, the ones where they just have a football there instead of the AFL team. <laughs> and then you just draw in texture a thirty-six on the back. That'll oh, work. Great. Don't worry about it. Oh, great. Well, I, well, fortunately, someone's setting the parameters for this curse. I'm glad you <laughs> stepped up and did that. So there you go, listeners. Just follow what Tiz says. Tiz is gospel, apparently, when where all curses are concerned. I'll be there on Monday with my 36er. That's, what, that's the last thing I'll say, because I'll be there too. And please, listeners, I know it's going to be tough. Oh, As Hawk supporters, yeah. do get along. Don't be so precious about it. Don't be ridiculous. You had your three-peat. We just lost three games. We won three games that were all premierships. Don't be so precious about it. Get along to the game and cheer on the boys. Oh, I'm not. I'm not worried about. I'm not turning up. It's always great Easter Monday. Oh, I'm sick of losing to Geelong. 
I want to win, Tiz. I want to win in for so many reasons, but the fact it's Geelong, we at need, least we need not, to... At least they're not propped up by the AFL. Gold Coast get that many dispensations. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, and, we, and GWS. We look ahead now to Geelong, Easter Monday. Hopefully that's our resurrection. Tiz, you thought it was a bit tasteless. I don't care. <laughs> I'm fired up. Come on, Hawks. you got to do this for us. Easter Monday. We are a happy team at Hawthorne. I'm still looking for our Messiah.